0: Oye oh, yeah, hermano que paso Freddy, como estamos hoy, what's up bro? This is your boy Ernesto Grumzilla from the Flashback with the Homies podcast. Yo man, I just want to extend some love out to you and the thanks for the invite crew. Uh shout out to Lizzie also. Thanks for uh everything you've done dog, all the help um uh helping me put this whole podcast thing together. You talked me into it, talked me into the anchor, loving it. Man, keep doing you, man, doing big things out there in Vegas, man. Go Raiders. Can't wait to get out there with you and watch some games and just chill, man. Thanks, man. Peace. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite Podcast with Freddie Correa. Here it is, guys. Fucking anxiety through the roof. The whole fucking country. You know, I like to talk about anxiety because uh, I've suffered from it. And I told you um, for a long time I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was there was this fear, this panic of something bad happening. The, or the, the world, my world was ending. And nobody understood how I felt. Right now, the fucking country is fucking going nuts. Remember I I said... On a previous episode, recent episode, that it's still not like people aren't panicking like crazy yet. It's it's almost like it's heading to that towards that direction. Uh, the fear I see in people's eyes, and I'm not trying to act like I'm all brave, okay, guys. And I'm just being observant. I like to people watch. The fear I see in people's eyes. Like, it's almost like um, that fear that I used to have. I don't know if I, I could share the same kind of anxiety as uh, you guys do, if you have any. But the kind of anxiety I used to have when I was um, a kid and as an adult, but it's it's, it's gotten better, of course. It's like the fear that no one else understands your fear. And you feel like everybody else is okay, but everybody else is okay, but but you. That's the kind of fear I see in people at the store like people are panicking, barely making eye contact. It's it's fucking crazy, guys. Um if anything if anything brings me comfort is that I'm not the only one. So that kind of you know, the fear that no one else understands what I'm feeling, it brings me comfort that I'm not the only one. <laughs> God fucking Uh, talking to friends over the phone some people um, they're really scared man some friends with family and it fucking sucks right now dude it's getting worse it really is getting worse and they're saying right now this is the calm before the storm like brace yourself is what they're saying pretty much Um, 60 to 80% of the population might get it it's kind of a broad range in between but they might get the flu, they might get this coronavirus Now here's here's the thing I've learned There's a lot of things that have transpired since the last episode I know, um, and I know some of you like it That you're staying home or quarantining yourself And you got some entertainment from my uh, podcast uh, So there's been more episodes than the usual So, you know, thank you uh, coronavirus I guess But <laughs> <laughs> um, here's what I've learned I've learned that uh, it spread just like the flu uh, through droplets. These are fucking particles that come out of your mouth when you sneeze, you cough, when you talk. Um, maybe not so much when you fart like the hedgehog flu. But it's it spreads that way just like we've always learned, guys. We've always learned not to fucking wash your hands since we're kids. Wash your hands after touching anything before you eat. Before you're going to fucking rub your eyes, uh, pick your nose, <laughs> anything that's going inside your body uh, before you uh, finger blast yourself, wash your fucking hands. You got to wash your hands um, always. And I think this is going to help us just in the long run to prevent viruses from spreading, maybe even the, the regular flu. So droplets... They stay in the air a little bit and then they fall down to the ground where they're not, you know, unless you're looking the ground, you're not going to get it. How long does this coronavirus stay? Uh, how long does it stay alive uh, after it leaves the body? It's so new. We don't really know. However, I was listening to Dr. Steve on the Bobby Kelly podcast. I recommend you check out that episode. Uh, it's called Pandemic. Look up. You know what, dude? Podcasts. Dr. Steve went in there and answered a lot of great questions from the old Opie and Anthony show. He um, he said that it could survive nine days, possibly. That's fucking scary. So that means if there's droplets on the on uh of the flu on the fucking I'm all, I just remembered to clean my fucking cell phone with a little bit of antibiotic uh soap or whatever you call this solution that i have because i'm all fucking talking next to the phone and your phone is fucking dirty guys make sure you clean your phone shout out to the homie henry down in uh, in egypt he reminded me a little while ago clean your phone you got to clean your phone guys that's the thing you touch the most some of you put it in your mouth clean it um so yeah, he says that it, it could survive up to nine days. So if that shit's, let's say, on your phone, uh, on a on a doorknob, anything that you're gonna touch, that's why you gotta wash your hands. You're not gonna get the virus if you're careful. If you keep your distance, um, keep that distance. You know, three feet away uh, from people. Don't be don't be very. Um, European or or South or South America. I notice people, maybe maybe in Mexico too. But I've I've always noticed like Colombians, uh, Venezuelans, like they get real close when they talk to you. Cubans, and their spit, fucking falling on your face, guys. When I'm on stage, I, I see my spit because the lights hitting it. I see my spit going all over fucking people, <laughs> and they don't see it, but I could see it because the reflection of the light, it's hitting it and I could just see that shit, like, it, 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 and, and it just falls down, all these fucking droplets, guys, um, damn, I feel so bad for my comedy friends and brothers, and, I mean, I have a day job, I'm lucky right now, it's Monday, uh, but who knows, everything's slowing down, people's shows are canceled, um, that's what I've learned as far as the droplets goes, um, so, that's very important. I think you should do more research. Uh, Everybody's stuck to the news. Like 9-11, whenever we have uh, like the Vegas shooting, you're just stuck to the news. And it kind of does create more paranoia, more anxiety. I think you should stay informed. But try to do some research on how to avoid getting the flu. Look up some videos. I think that's going to help a lot. And I'm telling you, like last year, I tried my best not to get sick. I put it as a state of mind. I said, I'm not going to get sick. But I also, you know, said I, I need to not just say it. I need to do the fucking, do the do the um, actual, you know, take action on it. So I was making sure I was washing my hands. And, dude, I didn't get sick until March last year, the whole flu season. And I don't know what happened. I got, I got complacent. I think that's what happened. And then I got sick. But... We can avoid it. I think at this point, if you haven't, if you already got enough supplies, um, you know, top ramen, soups, I don't know, got the stuff you need. Stay away from the crowds at this point, guys, because it, it really is the, the calm before in the storm. Uh, and I'll tell you the difference. Last time I did a, an episode with Grumzilla, it was a Thursday night, I believe. Uh, there was a lot of shit at the store, guys. A lot of shit. I went to Home Depot, got me five-gallon uh, jugs. I have like a few, like I got seven. Hopefully, I think we go through one a week. Hopefully, um, that'll be enough for a little while. If not, you're gonna have to resort to boiling water. If there's, if the water has been shut off, if not, who knows? Can I drink my pool water? <laughs> I got a lot of water in my pool. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I could drink that shit if I boil it. Uh, but. I mean, we drink Lake Mead, right? Lake Mead. The water we have is from Lake Mead. We should be able to drink pool water. Any water. Just boil it. You know, when I was a kid, my first science project was, uh, was actually um, purifying water. And I did a... Uh, I won, I think, second place. I got a ribbon for it. I, I did this pipe with sand in it. And then on the bottom, I put, like, coffee filters. And... This one guy that was uh, He was going to UNR He, he really helped me uh, His name was Nicholas This really weird Hippie looking dude He helped me um, read some books He would put me to read books On how to uh, a Water water filtration And then he He really sponsored me in a way Like I'm surprised I didn't get molested by the dude Now that I think of it as kind of creepy But he was really cool uh, Never touched me <laughs> But see, I'm weird like that. I don't like I don't like adults being around kids, you know. That's why there's always fucking uncles and creepy uncles and all that shit. But anyway, Nicholas, this guy he used to live in the basement um, at this house we rented in Reno, Nevada, fourteen oh nine Locust Street, Reno, Nevada. Look it up. It's a nice little house. It's been remodeled now. It has a basement. Well, he used to live in that basement. He was a college kid, um, and my stepdad used to rent that basement to him, now that I think of it, and anyway, he really, he took me to UNR, I got to see the, the, the university as a kid, 10 years old, took me to the, uh, library, he had a computer, it was the first time I was, I started playing with computers, paint shop, um, I, I would type, it had that green with the green letters, he had DOS, it was crazy, dude, but. He 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 had me check out some books from the library, and I learned a lot of shit from water filtration that I forgot now. But one of them was um, you could filter water through sand. Uh, I don't know how that would work though. Maybe that that was all bullshit. I mean, this is back in '92. Through sand, it doesn't sound right. It was all compacted. It was this this probably like a four inch, no, maybe a three inch pipe. It was like conduit. And we bought like 10 feet of it. He sponsored it. He bought it. And we compacted it with sand. And then we ran a test. We we, we did food coloring. So we, we, we colored the water blue or green. Something like that. And I was just fucking blown. My mind was blown. Like what the fuck? What is food coloring? You just throw it in the water. And it just turns into this cloudy color. And then it just contaminates the whole water and it turns it blue or whatever color and so we tested it we did some testings now that i think about about it we did a different test too what was it it was like a filter like something that you use that oh yeah yeah okay so we oh shit now i'm getting excited so it was a test we we bought a, a filter at the store like those those little things you uh buy at the store so you could drink tap water and it filters it's like a little pitcher and it has its own filter inside we bought that so we tested it in that and the 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 color never went away and it the water remained blue and and then we tested it we we poured a a glass of water on top of this pipe with sand in it and by the time it got down and and into this other cup or, or container we had the water came out clear yeah, and I was like, it blew my mind, I'm like, what the fuck, it's like the uh, sand cleaned it, the color got trapped in it, I don't know what the fuck it was, man, but um, I need to try it again one day, or maybe he was a magician, and just played a trick on me, and then and then molested me without me seeing it, I don't know, yeah, but yeah, wow, That I haven't thought of this memory in a long time. But, yeah, it might come down to that. I might have to do another science project and and clean my pool water with all the piss from all the parties from last year. You know everybody pisses in a pool. It's gross. Um, Nobody wants to admit it. You know? But everybody. When you see somebody hanging out at your house and they don't get out every hour if they're drinking, they're pissing in your pool, dude. And I have noticed it. I get out and I try to show the example I'll get out and go, like if I'm at a friend's house, like Drew's, uh, the GM from the comedy club. I get out and I go piss on the side of the house or something. But I I, I try to set the example. But I've noticed some people, man. It's usually the people that don't show up with beer, too. I'm not going to name names. But if you come over to a party, at least one of my parties, you, you don't show up empty-handed. I don't want you showing up with your flip-flops and then walking around just drinking uh, all the drinks that everybody brought and The food you show up with something if you don't have nothing to bring, don't don't show up unless you're a homie and I'm like, Hey, dude, I got you, don't worry. Because I've had some homies say, Hey, um, I, I'm, I really don't have anything to bring, or, or you know, I have some homies that don't drink, you know, but but there's they're close homies, they're my family to me. That the family, you know, but when it's strangers, especially fucking. Some some comics, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get a little pissed off about this. But some comics that invite other comics without even telling me, that shit bugs me. I don't like that shit, man. I don't like if I send you an invite, it's for you only. If you want to ask me if you could bring someone, and I don't respond because I'm responding to too many people's messages, I'm organizing a party. Don't just show up with other people. Just don't show up at all, or don't bring the person. Don't assume that I'm going to be cool with it Because I don't like everybody knowing where I live Fuck Now I'm getting pissed off (laughs) (laughs) By the way Canada is being quarantined now Flights in and out of Canada It ain't happening Uh, The homie Alyssa from Vancouver Just uh, sent me a message Said that uh, the governor Or I mean the prime minister was talking about it Is that the same prime minister that did blackface Or brownface Fuck yeah. Shout out to him, dude. He came out and admitted it to... Like, I don't think... Was he... I think he was the one that no one even asked him and he just came out and said it? Or was that a dude from uh, the US? Huh. Everybody's like, we didn't even ask you. Why are you telling us this? (laughs) No, I think it was... No, it wasn't the Prime Minister. This is a different situation. He was brown-faced. He was trying to be an Indian guy, not a black dude. Yeah. (laughs) Damn! Holy shit! The times we live in. I know. It's, I know it's disrespectful, but fuck. A lot of people did this shit innocently, like, not thinking anything bad of it. Um. But uh, his wife has the corona flu. She's um, recovering. There's been so many corona flus. That's another thing I've learned. Uh, this is just a different state uh, strain. Uh, COVID nineteen. Um. Think of it like. There's weed, and then there's just a lot of strains of weed. Uh, people just make up names for these strains, and um, they have different potency. It's the same, same, same idea. Um, but, dude, I'm looking at this lady holding a sign right now. Open house. No one wants to go to a fucking open house. You fucking... I feel bad for this lady. But, hey, she has a good job. That's a great job. Isolation. Holding up a sign... Fuck yeah, good for her Nobody's gonna go see that open house Probably Nobody wants to be around other people If they don't have to Unless it's Walmart or Costco But Good for her, she's holding a sign That's the kind of job you want An isolation job uh, <laughs> Stay away from people I, That's the thing Whoever survives it If we survive it, whoever it is We're gonna be different I think being around each other, we're not gonna that's not gonna fly that's not gonna fly anymore we're gonna really change I think as a society, we're gonna be very Howie Mandelish. not even the fist pump fuck the fist pump elbow greet maybe just distance, how about bowing I like what Bobby, Bobby Kelly said on his podcast, he's like I don't even hug or kiss my wife anymore or my kid, I just bow to them that's it all right, let me pause this real quick. So, one of the indicators for my myself is um, whenever I have um, the flu, you know. <clears throat> whoa. <laughs> I just cleared my throat there, guys. Don't get scared. Um, when, when I have a virus or, I, you know that feeling where you're getting sick? One of the, the signs for me is if i have the ac on at the house or in my vehicle that will cause me to start coughing and then it just becomes unbearable like damn it i need air it's too it's too hot i need a fuck i need a fucking fan on well i hope that's not the sign that i just saw right now because maybe i'm just freaking myself out but I had the AC on and then I was like my throat started feeling a little bit um <clears throat> see it's it's in my head. It's like I'm clearing it up, but it's not like a big deal. But it's like I'm it's I'm doing it to my own um to my own brain. It's that it's and that's what I'm trying to tell you, and I'm sharing this with you for a reason. I'm not trying to scare you, I'm trying to help you as I'm going through this. It's like your your brain is telling you. Something's not right, and you gotta listen to your senses. You definitely do. But one of the things that happens sometimes, we create our own panic. So, if I do start coughing, it is what it is. I gotta get through it. Gotta fucking isolate myself, not infect others. And that's uh, troubleshooting one hundred and one in your in in. when you're fucking sick, that's how do you fix this problem? How do you stop it? Just quarantine yourself. We learned this when we were kids. The word quarantine sounds very scary for a lot of people because we watch fucking zombie movies and The Walking Dead, all this shit. But, we do it naturally. Since we were kids we've done that shit. You're you're sick, you stay home so you don't fucking spread the virus. That's one thing that is a little annoying when I see it on TV. I saw that somewhere in England they were all fucking partying at a club fucking idiot kids um if you think it's fake if you don't think it's real alright, that's fine but you're gonna fuck up other people you're gonna fuck up the old people if you do get the virus we're, we're you know, I'm, I'm 38, I feel confident that I'll, I'll be fine but I'm afraid for the older people, man. Especially the people have uh, pre-existing diseases and shit like that. High blood pressure, all that stuff. And who knows? Maybe I won't fucking survive it. We really don't fucking know. The scary part to me is that they keep I keep hearing that you don't really have symptoms until four or five days. So you might have the virus already. And it doesn't hit you until later. So I could be a carrier this whole time you know, I, I, ever since I went to Walmart on Thursday or something, I could be a carrier, so anybody could be a carrier, just because you don't feel sick, now, (laughs) Sammy sent me this article, uh, this shit going on uh, about Tom Hanks, uh, the conspiracies, they start floating around, I don't know, it's interesting to me, it's always entertainment for me, I love conspiracies, but something about that, this is all, uh, um, a hoax it's a distraction it could be I guess but uh, they're saying stuff like it's a distraction too that, that Harvey Weinstein uh, squealed and told or Epstein maybe Epstein's still alive and, and it's the whole thing to, to fucking arrest pedophiles so it's this whole thing about that like this is all distraction and it's not real but uh go to corona.help it's a good website i think well i guess it's legit legit i don't know i haven't gone to the about tab yet but it's giving updated statistics on who what countries how many people have died how many countries uh per per state it gives you per um per country per state um provinces, it gives you all these stats, so it's pretty good, I don't know who, who, is it the government that put this up, it looks like a, the website looks a little fucking chunk, you know, like, it looks like, like, uh, it reminds me of those websites when AOL, like, not a lot of graphics in it, it's, it doesn't look very modern, I'll put it that way, so, like I said, I don't know who, if you do some research and find out who puts who put this website up Um, but it seems legit, it seems accurate to what I'm hearing in the news as far as uh, statistics, especially like if you look up your state, how many people have been infected it's pretty accurate to what the news is saying, so anyway yeah, check it out, corona.help just to keep informed, but definitely gotta we gotta work on that guys um the anxiety part of it, the part where panic is, is striking people, I'm seeing people fighting over toilet paper, people fighting over just, just stupid shit. It, it's it's getting crazy, and I think more than just a virus because it's the fucking flu, right? It's a strain of the flu. More than that, what the scary part is that because people are panicking, it's gonna almost fucking. What if they shut us down? Look, I, I can't, I can't do the whole. No, that couldn't happen anymore. No, because what we thought would never happen is fucking happening. Okay, I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm telling you so you could be aware and prepared. But we never thought the Win, the MGM Resorts were gonna close temporarily. Every school in the nation was gonna close for till April something. Uh, 420. <laughs> I heard in New York it's 420, but um. <laughs> That's going to be a fucking party, huh? If nobody dies and everybody's just going to fucking celebrate. It's going to be a new 420 celebration. But um the everything that we never thought would happen is really happening. The NBA shutdown, the NHL fucking XFL, <laughs> right? It it's happening. You thought you were going to go to the store and grab some toilet paper it's gone laundry detergent, it's gone, go to Amazon uh, fucking rubbing alcohol you want to create your own fucking antibacterial solution you throw um, uh, two parts rubbing alcohol one part uh, aloe vera so it don't fuck up your skin that's your hand sanitizer gone, even the ingredients so that's what kind of um I don't want to use the word it scares me it, it alerts me more that the situation is real that people are panicking so bad that all these things all these supplies they're they're gonna they're gonna be gone or are gone already from the store near you washing your clothes um how are you gonna wash your clothes man I mean you'll have to use fucking hand soap. I don't know. I remember when I was a kid, um my mom used to use a bar of soap. Yeah, my mom used to use a, a big bar of soap. But um when that runs out, where's the other soap? Do you have more soap stock up? The toilet paper to me is not even a worry. I I told you before I have a bidet. Um well, if they shut the water off, I'll have to use my pool water. If I can start grabbing a bucket of pool water and clean my ass with chlorine water. Um, holy shit, my pool guy. That I hope he's like over 70, man. My pool guy, he's, he's an older gentleman, Polish guy. I hope he's okay but I don't want my pool to turn green either so yeah cause I don't know how to fucking take care of a pool man so (laughs) the things that go through my head (laughs) I'm concerned about my pool turning green if you don't fucking treat it god damn it I might end up with a green pool guys if everybody's quarantined shit I fucked up on that one for sure um I'm gonna see if I go to Home Depot on my lunch break. Maybe I could find some pool solution there. But um Cops. Cops pulling people over right now. Why you doing the quota thing right now, dude? I've seen so many cops today. Just pulling people over. It's like one of those days where they gotta meet quota. It's like this is not the time, guys, really. People are freezing. Um, Interest rates are cutting down the interest rates to zero right now. Payment plans, all that shit. But, by the way, I've had the AC on this whole time. I still haven't coughed. I cleared my throat earlier. But it's kind of like pissing. You know, like when you have to piss, you you just got done pissing. You feel like you got to piss again. I told my doctor one time, I said, I think I have something going on. Like, maybe I have diabetes. I don't know. I'm all scared because I piss a lot. He's like, well, how much water do you drink? I'm like, well, I drink a lot of water. Well, there you go, he said. Um, a lot of it is mental sometimes. That's what I'm trying to tell you as far as like, and I'm telling myself. It's like I'm tricking myself. The homie Grumzilla and I were talking about it. It's like that anxiety you get. It's like you got to be an actor and just pretend and you really got to learn how to manipulate yourself so that you could get out of that stage of panic Um, but hey if I start coughing I start coughing fuck it I just got to get through it right Uh, let's see what else I wrote down some notes I wanted to talk about oh my mom's home she's safe she's in that little apartment I had to cancel on the person I was going to rent the room on they got a little upset but they were coming in from Canada, and it's like, okay, well, you know, to me, it's more important to take care of my mom, and that's number one. Number two, they just quarantine Canada, so you, you you wouldn't have been able to fly out anyway. So, who gives a fuck? Um, that shit pisses me off. I'm not even gonna talk about it, or the person who was gonna I was gonna rent the room on. I'm just gonna, you know, if that issue ever comes up, I'd rather talk to that person face to face. But there was a little bit of a of an, an of annoyance that if I tell the person that I'm trying to take care of my mom and they make it all about themselves, but whatever. Um shit is getting real, guys. Fuck. I'm a little distracted. But I'm thinking a lot of things that like as a religious person. You know, going through Y2K back in the day. You you get excited when you're... I think people that are religious, they get excited for stuff like this. Because they say uh, they're like prophecies and world pandemics. You know, like this is the kind of shit the Bible talks about at the, the end of the world type of situation. Currency is not going to be valuable. Bread is going to be expensive. All this kind of scary shit. But when I, I... At least for me, I used to get excited for shit like that. Like I was... I was excited for Y2K when I was 18. I was hardcore religious. I was like, the rapture is coming. Hell yeah! You know, I was a pre-tribulation rapture guy. You know, there's post-trib, mid trip and uh, pre-tribulation. Post-trib. So that what that means is that you get raptured. God comes and, and raptures you, like the movie Left Behind. And he he takes he takes all the all the Christians, all the people that are saved. He he takes them before the tribulation comes seven years of tribulation mid-trib you go through a little bit of tribulation this might seem like we're going through tribulation and then three years and a half when the, the fucking antichrist um, reveals himself that's when you get raptured. then there's the post-trib the post-trib people are a little bit fucking loony they're like but then again they're fucking smart if they're gonna they gotta prep because they're gonna be persecuted They're gonna, you know, they're gonna. No one's gonna be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. Costco card, Sam's Club, and you will be persecuted unless you get the mark of the beast. There was an old, scary movies. No, they weren't scary. They were like Christian movies, but to me, they were they were terrifying. Um, Back in the back in the 80s or 70s they had this creepy song say, uh, but it was about the rapture I and mean, it was fucking scary guys it reminded me of like a zombie movie, zombie apocalypse I forgot the fucking name of those movies You, if you were a Christian you know what I'm talking about or you could google it but it was scary guys Like people were trying to buy shit at the grocery store but if you didn't have the 666 and your tattooed on your hand or forehead you couldn't get products this kind of stuff kind of reminds me of that It's like a trauma. It reminds me of the past, of uh, how I used to live by that. And I had no fear because Jesus, the Christ, would be here to save me. I still have no fear. Nothing has changed. I still have no fear. I'm not religious. I've told you before, I'm not... um, I don't claim to be an atheist either. But I still have no fears. Like that 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 what it did to me before, the fear, um, and the fear does this to a lot of people. It causes them to go to church and repent. And that doesn't motivate me to wanna go back. Because I don't believe I don't believe in, in uh, the writings anymore. I don't believe... It, it was so narrow-minded for me to believe that before... To think that my way was the only truth... And everybody else is bullshit, you know? So I don't feel that anymore. Maybe my, my mind is... Um, cor- so corrupted with... with uh, thinking outside the box. I don't know. A lot of people think... Um, I have family members, I have religious people that think that I'm I, i uh, I'm just going through a phase. You know? And the truth of the matter is that I went through a phase of awakening. To me, I, I woke up to... I have a podcast I did a while back, but I woke up to me just not believing everything they fed me. Me questioning things. You know, it's even in the Bible uh, to doubt. If you doubt, like, it's a sin. That's why, like, a lot of times um, they don't, like, religious people, they don't want you to ask the the hard questions. Because uh, that shows rebellion. So it's almost like a thing you can't even question. However, there is a verse in the Bible where it says that, when Paul or I forgot who, which apostle it was, they came to to um, preach the gospel. They searched the the scriptures. They didn't just buy everything. They searched the scriptures to see if it was true. Uh, I my memory doesn't serve me right anymore. But I used to love that verse because I was always like the kind of I was a Bible thumper. I was like, no, you gotta you gotta search. You can't just fucking swallow everything they tell you. You gotta search the scriptures. But at the same time, the other verse talking about doubting, then it kind of contradicts itself. So there's a lot of like, don't even get me started on contradictions. I used to buy books. I used to do a lot of research on contradictions in the Bible. And there's books on how to explain the contradictions. And I used to believe that. I used to believe it like how to, how to, how to argue your way out of this, you know. Why does the Bible say that when they came to the tomb where Jesus was, there was two angels, and then another verse says there was one, or was it three? But one of them for sure says one. Well, because they left one out. Doesn't mean it's a contradiction. See, that kind of stuff. So you would pretty much explain your way out of shit like that. Or when Paul was going to Tarsus, I believe it was Tarsus, to persecute the Christians, he saw a light. In another verse, within the same book of Acts, it says that he heard a voice, or thunder like so it contradicts um itself uh salvation is is through faith alone not of works lest any man should boast i believe that's in romans and then in the book of james it says uh is it by faith alone or you know show me your faith and i'll show you uh, show me your faith and i'll show you my works so James is preaching that it's not just about faith; you got to show the works. Is is salvation by faith and works? So there was always a debate: Is it do you get saved by works or is it by faith alone in grace? So there's a lot of contradictions within it. You know, I want to do an episode one day where I go in debt and talk about this kind of stuff because it's something that really intrigues me. Still, now not for the same reasons, of course but this is why i don't buy that anymore this is why even the pre-tribulation mid post they would all contradict each other and make books like it was like a battle rap you know they would make books to reply to each other and i would read those books i would read the the other side just so i could understand it all and sometimes i would question my own faith and think well should i believe in a post-tribulation rapture? and i would do the research just so you know, uh, I, I, w- I would rep the, the pre because uh, the research I did still made sense to me. But that's just my interpretation. It doesn't mean it's a fact. That's what it comes down to. That's why you have so many different teachings and 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 different strains <laughs> of religion. I don't mean to call it a virus, but you have so many different uh, ideas because everybody just comes up with their own interpretation. Uh if I was still religious, I would love to have a podcast where I just uh, teach the Bible. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> if I was religious, I would definitely have a podcast. I'll tell you that right now. My love for recording since I was a kid with a talk boy. That shit hasn't changed. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to get going. I thank you guys. I, I want you to stay calm, stay patient, be alert. Um, be patient with others. I've noticed... Um, people because of the panic they're starting to act a little bit more uh starting and I, i'm telling you starting with me I, i've noticed my impatience sometimes like people tell getting that shit pisses me off and right now i feel like it's pissing me off more so it's like i gotta remind myself to be patient with others and be kind hold the door for another person don't touch him get the fuck away from me but hold the door still you know don't be a cunt to other people Try to be try to be nice to other people and take care of each other, um, from a distance. But for real, I really mean it. Don't let anxiety get the best of you. Try to control it, guys. Try to remain calm and focus. We're gonna get this through together. You can't just fucking panic. If there's outrage and crazy people going crazy on the street, this is. The, the calm before the storm. I heard someone say this. You're not going to be stronger than the storm. Okay, so don't try to just pretend it's not going to do shit to you. And let's get a little religious again. Build, build your house on a rock so when the storm comes, it doesn't fuck you up. So what is the rock? To Christians, it's Jesus, right? Christ is the rock. Um... The rock, I would say, is information, the solid foundation that you have, the, the street smarts. Fucking be wise. Don't go out and fucking socialize with other people right now, whether this is, is, is a hoax or not. If you think it's a hoax or it's nothing to worry about, think about the people you might can get, can you know, uh, the fucking carry the virus to. Uh, old people. Ooh, there's some people coming out of the store with detergent. Hoo-hoo-hoo. I'm going to go in there right now. But, um, gotta wash my fucking underwear, guys. But, for real, stay calm. Be alert. Take care of each other. Alright, guys, I'll try to keep putting out these podcasts if they help you, uh, if they entertain you. And look up, look up, there's so many great podcasts, by the way, and shows on, on YouTube. Look up, uh, Jim and Sam, The Bonfire robert kelly podcast there's so many great podcasts that i like uh and i like to share them with you guys because i know if you listen to this you'll definitely like way better produce podcasts by other people that are comics or non-comics um jim and sam is my fucking favorite they're on satellite radio but you can listen through youtube just look up jim and sam so with jim roberts you know all right guys i gotta go i gotta fucking go Let's do this. Let's get through this, guys. Love y'all.